the one Mel Brooks movie I hadn't seen. Until now. Today I'm talking about The Twelve Chairs. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Hello, movie friends. Welcome to Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and today I am talking about The Twelve Chairs, which is a hard-to-find Mel Brooks movie, at least compared to others. Uh, like, the main ones you can probably find the easiest are Blazing Saddles, Young Frankenstein, uh, Frankenstein, and uh, let's see here, uh, Robin Hood, Men in Tights, and then also uh, Spaceballs. Those are the ones that have probably been the most distributed, uh, especially because the, they're such direct parodies of, of other things, and just so, some of those are considered very iconic. Um, I think the first uh, first two, uh, Blazing Saddles and Young Frankenstein, still are. But this one came before both of those movies, and I hadn't gotten to see it until now. So now I get to tell you about The Twelve Chairs, and it's just very interesting for being a fan of Mel Brooks and finally getting to see this one. So without further ado, let's get started. So I am a giant fan of Mel Brooks. I've always enjoyed his scatological approach to humor, how he's used humor as a weapon against bigots, and his many, many, many great interviews about his life and career. The fact that, the guy, that a guy who made comedy for over half a century has yet to be truly problematic and not just make a few jokes that would no longer f- fly in the modern era is also not bad either. As such, I've seen all of Mel Brooks's movies. Well, almost all of them. While movies like Blazing Saddles and Spaceballs have always been easy to find, that hasn't been the case for some of his lesser-known titles like High Anxiety or the one that kept eluding me, The Twelve Chairs. But now I've finally seen it, and it is a fascinating look into the evolution of Brooks's comedic approach. The movie centers around Ippolit Meithervitz Rabinovitz, a former aristocrat laid low after the Bolshevik Revolution. But Ippolit gets some news that could change his life. On, his deathbed, on her deathbed, his mother-in-law reveals that she sewed a collection of priceless jewels into to the dozen chairs in the family home to keep them away from the Bolsheviks. Now Ippolit will have to begin a frenzied quest to find the chairs and reclaim his former glory. The best way I can describe the Twelve Chairs is as a comedic middle point in terms of style between the producers and Blazing Saddles. Since it's become more famous as a Broadway musical, which are naturally more exaggerated, I think a lot of people have forgotten how comparatively laid back the original producer's movie with Zero Mostel and Gene Wilder is. It's still an exaggerated comedy, but it's not nearly as anarchic as Brooks's later movies. The biggest joke is the show, which is meant to be as over-the-top as Nazi pageantry, which (laughs) was before, then turns into a slap-happy hippie playing Hitler with lines like, Hey, baby! The Twelve Chairs is closer to the producers than Blazing Saddles, but there's hints of what's to come in Brooks' filmography. For instance, the main thrust of the film is a straightforward retelling of a famous Russian novel that follows a pretty logical series of plot beats without breaking the fourth wall or the general sense of reality, something that would become commonplace in Brooks' later work. We've got three men bouncing around a series of locations to try and find these chairs, and hijinks ensue. Likewise, while his later movies were more laugh-for-laugh's sake, with individual points to be made within bits, there is a theme, or main idea. Or at least, I think there is. So at first glance, it might look like this movie is purely a send-up of Russian history, and in particular Russian literature. A more comedic bent on the glorified sacrifices and suffering of the Russian people. 
For instance, how everyone calls everyone comrade while trying to screw them over, or how characters use secret police and pr presumed bureaucracy to get what they want. The irony is that through this shared struggle to f try and likely fail to get rich, a noble, a nobleman, a former nobleman, a beggar, and a priest all become equal in some way. It's a very socialist idea. However, unlike the producers, there's a lot of effort put into the background or set shtick. For instance, an entire sequence where one of our leads goes through all the bureaus and departments of the Soviet Union's furniture department, or everything involving Dom DeLuise's desperate priest. Hell, Louise's, DeLuise's presence, is, presence period is a sign that Brooks was moving more silly. Same goes for Brooks's obligatory and always appreciated cameo role and a series of flashbacks from our former noble. Hell, we even get a few Benny Hill-inspired bits of sped-up physical comedy and chases as Ippolite tries to track down these chairs. That said, I think this movie does have an element that would make later Mel Brooks movies work so damn well, which is a straight man. In The Twelve Chairs, that role is played by a very young Frank Langella, who is something of a ne'er-do-well who is blackmailing our lead, but also plays every absurd situation entirely straight, minus a few outbursts. And that laid-back contrast to the absurdity of every situation makes a lot of the bigger physical gags or weird situations hit a lot harder. Like a quick pan out after saying, I think we've done everything we can with these chairs to show the equivalent of a chair massacre in a room. There's shades of Gene Wilder's young Frankenstein performance and Cleveland Little's Bart in Blazing Saddles, the only seemingly sane man in a wild world who only occasionally plays along. The verdict is it's silly, fun, and a great watch for Mel Brooks fans. Though it doesn't reach the same comedic heights of Brooks's other movies, The Twelve Chairs is still a solid and intriguing entry into the comedian's filmography. 7 out of 10. This has been Scott's Off Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Off Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.